I have a question for you today. This is actually an economics question. Okay. Let me get out my degree. Yes, get out oh, your... Oh, wait. I don't have one. You, you have a degree on Twitter in economics. Hey, thanks. So that's, that's good enough. So here's the question. I do have some degrees, but they're not in economics. You have a degree of knowledge on economics. I have a degree of... On Freakonomics. I do have a degree in Freakonomics by yes. now. Yep. So here's a Freakonomics... It, it was a... Um, what do you call it? What are those majors you designed for yourself? Independent study. Now, I have a question related, which is I went to a library the other day... And what the heck you thought? They're giving these things away for free to read. Exactly. Yeah. Why does anyone go to bookstores when right in front of you, in every town, and particularly in New York City, there's a hundred of them, they're giving the books out for free. Well, first all of the all, books, first every of all, book is for free. More so, books than Barnes and Noble is for free. <laughs> so first of all, some people do enjoy reading books that don't have other people's snot on them. Some don't, but I, some do. I think you're a germaphobe slightly. No, just you should work on that. But I have never once pulled out a book I mean, those books in the library, they're like a little dusty. They've got the plastic thing on it. It reminds me of childhood, too. And then not Wait, only didn't that, you hate everything about your childhood? No, no, I love going to the library. And yeah. they have the big tables. You could sit at the table. Bookstores don't have those big tables. It's like great. You could like hang out and read. And they're all, they're all hardcover. They're not trying to like push these like cheap little paperbacks on you. Like everything's a hardcover in a library. And by the way, take it for free. And if you're late, bringing it back, 10 cents a day. There's no issue. Why does anybody go to a bookstore? Well, so I will say this. I like libraries, too. I was pretending that I didn't. Although I don't go to libraries anymore. I used to go to libraries a lot. Best thing about a library? I'm sorry to interrupt again. No, I love it. You go down to the basement? Yep. Bathroom's empty. Mm. In the bathroom in the bookstore, it's full. Empty bathrooms. That's the key. The bathrooms are empty in the library because no one's in the library. Everyone's in the bookstore. I see. Spending their money, their hard-earned dollars after taxes on books and... Library is just giving it out. All right, so I'll tell you what I think about libraries if you really want to know. I do. First of all, I have thought long and hard about this only on one narrow dimension, maybe two narrow dimensions. One is, if public libraries did not exist today, could you invent them? And I'm pretty sure the answer is no way. And the reason no way is, imagine I am Andrew Carnegie today. Carnegie was the Pittsburgh industrialist who, I don't know if he gave birth to the American public library system, but he funded a massive, massive, Tens massive of thousands group. of them. No, I don't think it's that many, is it? Really? Should we look it up? Hang on. There's this thing they call the internet, which Andrew Carnegie invented. Uh, James, how many Carnegie libraries did you say were built? I'm going to say over 10,000. It's a very good guess, 2,500. So only off by... An order of magnitude. Yeah. So imagine that I'm Andrew Carnegie today. Imagine I'm, I'm Larry Page today. And I come to you, and you are the CEO of Bertelsmann or HarperCollins or another book publishing magnate. And I say, hey, I have got a wonderful plan. I'm going to build 2,500 buildings in cities and towns and rural areas around the country. And I'm going to buy, for each of those 2,500, I'm going to buy one copy of the books that you um, published that I would like, and I'm going to let anybody come there for free and read it. So what do you say as a CEO? You say, wait a minute, you want me to sell you one copy of my brand new hot novel that you're going to pay $25 for, and a thousand people can read it for free? I don't like your business model. There's no way I'm going to let you set that up, and therefore I'm going to find a way to restrict you buying books and using them in that way. I don't think so because... You might not be aware of this because you're in the rarefied world of 
your books sell like I know where you're going. You're going to say library sales are significant, yeah, and well, they are for for, for the They're long tail. It's, it's a built-in yeah. buyer base is libraries. Once they open up the libraries, and also we should say you know there are 2,500 Carnegie libraries built between 1883 and 1929, but there are many, many, many more libraries besides that. There are many more public libraries besides that, and there are university libraries and institutional libraries, etc. So yes, the numbers do get real. But it's the same argument that everybody has now about free distribution of blank, fill in the blank, right? Music. Should I be able to distribute if I want to be the version of Andrew Carnegie today and say I'm going to take every pop song recorded between now and next year and I'm just going to have a place where I'm going to distribute it for free? We've been through that. Tower Records was sort of like that. No, Napster was sort of like that. Uh, yeah, and we don't, we don't like that so much. But two points. One is... I don't care what people do today. The or- libraries already exist, so I want to know why people don't use them more. Okay, well, let me tell you why you're wrong, James. But then I have a second point, oh, too. Sorry. But go, go ahead, tell me. I don't mean to say you're wrong, but you are wrong in this sense. is that um, So I don't know which library you're going to. They're empty. All New York of them? Public Library. Okay, well, when, when you say New York Barnes Public Global, Library, you mean, the, you, you mean the main branch, which is um, yeah, the 42nd, 42nd Street. Street. All right, so um, here's what I can tell you about New York City Public Libraries, the chain of them, all of them. This is a little bit of a misleading statistic because you'll see it's a little bit apples to oranges, but this is the statistic that I've read that is put forth by a foundation that supports public libraries. They will tell you that New York public libraries get more attendance in a given year than all the cultural and sports and similar institutions in New York in a single year. So How could that be true? Barclays Center? So if you add up the Barclays Center, Yankee Stadium, et cetera, et cetera. But keep in mind, again, there's only one of them. And there are only how many events, you know, in a given year. Maybe, you know, Barclays Center rents out. Maybe there's a lot. But other places, Yankee Stadium, they play 81 home games a year. But libraries are actually used a lot. They may not, however, be used a lot in the places where a guy like you goes. And they may not be used a lot by a guy like you, which is to say a pretty well-off guy who buys a lot of books, et cetera, et cetera. And furthermore, they're often not really used primarily in a lot of places anymore as a place for people to go and borrow books. What they're used as is essentially what I would think of as like a a public square now. It is the place. So you go to a lot of places in Queens, in Brooklyn, in Manhattan, in, in the Bronx and elsewhere, and the public library is the place where a huge population, particularly a less rich than you population, goes for everything from job search to writing resumes to English as a second language to using computers, meeting with people for groups, from parenting groups to work groups, whatever. And so, therefore, I think you may be right in your statement that the last three libraries I've gone in have been pretty empty. The fact is that the public library's role and function has shifted a lot. And I think especially in an economy where you've got a lot of inequality and a lot of people who want access to the kind of information and route toward success or access to, you know, jobs and politics and health and things like that, I think the library serves an unbelievably important function that we would be well to acknowledge because you're right, you don't want to choke it off. James and I will have more to say about this in a minute, but first, we have to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Do not go away. I am constantly thinking about and even terrified about this question. When should I start seriously thinking about my financial future? The obvious answer is 20 years ago, but another answer is right now. And a smart way to realize that thought is to sign up with Betterment. Betterment is America's largest automated investing service 
and manages billions of dollars for people just like you. People who are serious about securing their nest egg, people who want to actualize their dreams but are looking for the right tools to grow their savings. Betterment costs less than traditional financial services, uses smarter technology that automates your investing, and keeps the stress away when you sleep at night. This helps you make better financial decisions, and since your Betterment account invests with your personal goals in mind, you'll have added peace of mind. It's easy to start investing with them right away by linking your bank account or rolling over your 401k or IRA. Remember, it's never too late to save for retirement, the trip around the world you always wanted to take, or any of your other long-term personal goals. And Betterment has changed the industry by making investing easier and at a lower cost. Get up to six months of automated investing free and more information when you go to betterment.com slash question. That's betterment.com slash question. Betterment, investing made better. Well, if that's true, I mean, I've still I love how I just spend 10 minutes telling you these facts no, no, that no. I've read, and you say, if that's true, as though I'm making it up. It, the only I number, could be making the, it up. No, I, I do agree it's kind of this public square sort of function. I, I doubt that they've um, exceeded all sports events. Well, keep in mind there's a lot of libraries in New York, though. Yeah, all right. But and they're open every day, most of them. Number, and they're open, you know, think about it. Just think about any building. Okay, let's look at it the other way. Oh, oh! I have a business model. I'm going to sell books right next to a place that gives them away for free. Mm. <laughs> like, how does the business model of a bookstore? I would love that. Work? So I'll design the posters that go in the windows, and mine would say, "Come here for your snot-free books." Yeah. Oh well, no, because that's store. the reason I don't get books at the at the library. Is I am a little grossed out yeah, by the drool. Go to the Barnes and Noble on Union books. Square, and there's the cafe. Right. Everyone's drooling all over books. They've got stacks of books. All right, now I can't over. go to bookstores anymore either. Thanks. <laughs> but here's what I would do if I was. I'm answering now your other thing from earlier. If I was starting a library today, I wouldn't put books in it. I would put. Virtual Wait, let me guess. Don't tell me. If you were starting a library today. You mean physical books, or you wouldn't put any kind of books? Any in kind it? of because most libraries, as you probably know now, lend e-copies, which is yeah, sure. You know, I wouldn't, but but you know, people go sign up for Amazon Prime or Scribd or whatever. You can get books for free. Is that now. how you pronounce it? Scribd. It's not scribed. Scribd. It's scribd. Yeah, it's not look, scribed. By the way, I'm an investor in Scribd, and I just didn't. I, I didn't even know how to pronounce it until right now. Wow, I wish I invested Full in so disclosure. many companies that I didn't <laughs> even know how to pronounce them. I invest in one company only: the Dubner family. And I don't know how to very good. I wish I could invest in that company. Well, junk I, bond. We're rated I, at triple C. Is there a triple C? I'll lend you money at that. Right. Uh, hang on, hang on. So what, you want to kind of start a library? I'm going to start 2,500 of them. And is it going to be a single item uh, generally? The way that a library is mostly books, or no? Is yes. It, okay. Is it animal related? No. Vegetable, but it could be. Actually, it, just like books, but just like libraries have books oh, about animals. Mm. Is it a physical thing? Yes. Are there many, many, many different versions of this physical thing? Yes. Are well, they, yes and no. Are they people? Well, yeah, we're, we're, are they people? Are you loaning I, out people? I, I think I'm going to have to describe it because it's in the middle of everything you're saying. Okay. Describe it. I want to have uh, places where people can go use the latest virtual reality oh. headsets and have a library of virtual reality environments that are educational or even some games, but mostly, you know, educational and, and have, you know. I love the irony that you want to build a physical place where people can go to experience the virtual reality that well, lets them experience a different physical place in a different way. Think about how humanity has evolved. We went from Africa all around the world. New Jersey. N now we've gone and we went, to, we went from Africa all the way to New Jersey. The cradle of Altitude civilization. Right. You know, then we m kind of migrated to the internet, essentially. Okay. 
you know, and I've had this discussion on, on my own podcast. It's VR. Do you think that? I think we're going to migrate there. We're going to start exploring the universe from virtual mm. reality. And, and the library would be the good introduction to this, you know. I think people... you and I have talked about this, maybe not on our show before, maybe on the show. I don't, we never remember. But uh, I've only done VR on bad devices where it wasn't very satisfying. Correct. Because and, the technology has been changing so quickly. Right. I mean, it wasn't even a real, it was a Google cardboard with the Which New is York augmented t- reality. With it's the not New- oh, is that right? All yeah. right. So tell me what's been your most intense or impressive or favorite whatever virtual reality experience okay. so, so far. So I used the Samsung Gear VR the other yeah. day. It's uh, it's made with the Oculus device, right. which is owned by Facebook. Now, Oculus is not really putting out their first real virtual reality device. This was kind of a weaker version, so it's still not where you would ideally like it to be, but you're immersed in this complete uh, video environment. It recognizes where you're moving. You know, you can look up, you can look down. It's very educational. Like, I visited, you know, all these different places, and uh, it's it was fascinating. And now it's only going to get better. Let so me I'm, ask not, I'm not even saying you should use last year's device. Use next year's device. Are you assessing this landscape primarily as a human and as a consumer or uh, with your investing hat on? Both, because I do think... We had a trillion-dollar opportunity with the Internet. That was a trillion-dollar thing that happened to us as a society. And the next trillion-dollar thing was mobile and tablets and the App Store and so on. And now the next one is going to be virtual reality. It's just going to disrupt every industry out there. So I would make libraries around this and create educational experiences around that. Would you say that the Internet has been a pretty big business generally? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, we do, you know, a huge chunk of retail now happens on the internet. Can I read you a quote I love? Yes. Is it by me? No. This was written, I believe, in 1998. The growth of the internet will slow drastically as the flaw in Metcalfe's law, which states that the number of potential connections in a network is proportional to the square of the number of participants, becomes more apparent. Colon, most people have nothing to say to each other. By 2005 or so, it will become clear that the Internet's impact on the economy has been no greater than the fax machines. That's funny, because that does remind me of quotes when the personal computer came out. A lot of people were saying, who would want to use a personal right, computer? Sure. Yeah. So I'm so going to say Bill Gates said that. Uh, no, that would be even more blank than this. It's an economist. Oh, okay. Yeah, so any <laughs> ideas which economist said it? Uh, not Stephen Levitt. No, it's actually Paul Krugman, the economist who now writes uh, mostly political stuff for the New York Times, but who won a Nobel Prize for economics. So it's interesting when you read something like that by an economist who's talking about the economic impact of an invention. You reverse it and you come up with a correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you do. James's Law. Can't wait until tomorrow for more QOD. Hear a clip from our next show right after this. Hey, Airwolf listeners, this is Chris Gethard. I have a new show coming out. It's called Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People. Every week, I open the phone line to one anonymous caller, and I can't hang up first no matter what. From philosophical discussions... If you were to be eaten by an animal of your choice, which one would it be? And family secrets... The doctor that delivered me... I believe it was Ron Paul. To shocking confessions. I was doing what they call internet porn. And shameless self-promotion. Because I think I am the greatest musician in the whole entire world. Oh, yeah! Listen on Earwolf.com, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app.
What's the best way to show your love for Question of the Day? Just go to iTunes and write us a review. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way, you won't miss this. What's the last thing you quit? And I'm going to add to his question and why. So James, what's the last thing you quit and why? Oh my God, I quit things all the time. Name the last uh, three then. What have you quit since I last saw you? 